Hey guys, welcome to the weekly feature, the good, the bad, and the yummy. Let's go. Welcome, you're on air with Ella, where we share simple strategies and truths from people who are doing something better than we are. Whether it's wellness or fitness and fat loss to just living better and with more energy or changing your mindset to accomplish more in your own life and succeeding however you define it. This is where we share the best of what we're learning from the experts, and we're learning more every day. Live better, start now. Well, hello there, my lovelies. I am so glad to be with you today. Thank you for joining me. This is the weekly feature, the good, the bad, and the yummy, where I share one thing I'm loving, one thing I'm not loving, and a very simple, super easy, always clean recipe. I like to start these shows with a little moment of gratitude, so let me give a big, fat shout-out to Warren. Okay, get this, you guys. He said, I'm going to read you his review in iTunes. He said, Hi, Ella. It's Warren from Outback Western Australia. I listen to your podcast while working at Remote Minds in Australia. I'm stoked that I stumbled across your podcast, and I find them a great tool to learn more about super relevant topics that affect us each and every day, and we get to listen to people who actually know what they're talking about. All the guys at work secretly love of the health facts that I bring up as well. Keep it up, Warren. Warren, that is so cool. And it's so great to hear from you. Thanks so much. A big fat holla to Hedda Ann, who's from the USA, and also Anno2009, who's from the USA, who both took a moment and left a review in iTunes. You guys, I just thank you so much. It's so kind and it helps create visibility for the show. So thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, let's jump into today's The Good. And I'm going to spend a moment on this one and then I'll keep The Bad a little bit shorter. But I really want to share with you something that I've discovered recently that I've been doing. And honestly, I don't know if this is quackery. Okay, it's very hard to tell. And I don't pretend to always have all of the answers. But I have started doing something called an ionic foot detox. And I did it when Elizabeth Benton and I were doing the five day fast. And I went to a clinic that I love to go to in my hometown. I'll link to that in the show notes. If you happen to know me off air, you can go there too, or come and visit me and I'll take you there. And when we went to the clinic, Elizabeth did the infrared sauna, something that I'll talk about in a future show. And I needed something to do. So they said, well, try the ionic foot detox. Okay. And I was like, oh, great foot bath. That sounds super exciting. You guys, it was amazing. And again, I don't know how much of this is voodoo. I don't know how much science is behind this. There are almost no studies. Everything about the ionic foot detox that I am reading is purely anecdotal, but still it was fascinating. So I put my feet and I'm going to put a video of this on the website for this post. So it'll be on air with Ella number 106. I'll put a video of me doing this and of Carly, my practitioner, explaining what it is. So you can go search for episode 106 and you'll see this video or just hit the show links on your phone there. Okay. I put my feet in this bath and there weren't even bubbles, you guys. I was like, big whoop. I'm getting my feet soaked. This is great. I'm sure it's great for me. It's relaxing. But it was just a plastic tub. And Carly hooked it up with this little device. She put some salt in the foot bath and she turned on the ionizer and and so on and so forth. Okay. So the first thing that happens is the water turns color. And that would happen whether you put your feet in it or not. Okay. That's a chemical reaction. I took a picture after a few minutes because the water was getting like a little yeasty, which I didn't know. I just thought it was starting to look a little foamy. And she said, that's yeast. So that's yeast detoxing from your body. And I was doing the five day water fast. 
podcast at the time that I did this the first time. And all I had been like free basing kombucha. I'd had way too much kombucha. And I went back and did this again. And I had almost no kombucha at all for the three days prior. Uh, I think maybe one. And there was significantly less yeast in the water or what she was saying was evidence of yeast in the water being pulled out of my system. Okay. So that's the first thing that happened. So I'm sitting there for 10 minutes. The water turns kind of orange. And like I said, it's looking like a little bubbly, a little yeasty, according to Carly. Well, after 20 minutes, you do this for about 30 minutes. After 20 minutes, the water, and you guys, my feet are clean. Okay. My feet are clean. You could eat dinner off my feet. The water was funky town. It was like sewage water. And if you are squeamish at all, do not go to onairwithella.com episode 106 and look at the pictures because they are disgusting. And Carly said that the ionic foot detox literally, because your feet are very, very porous, as you know, and anyone who studied any kind of reflexology knows how important the feet are and how many trigger points are in the feet and so on and so forth. Carly said that the ionic foot detox pulls things like metals out of your system. I'm going to post a list of the the things that it claims to be pulling out of your system. Now, no practitioner can make health claims about this. No practitioner can offer a diagnosis or say that this is a remedy for any particular condition. So they can only speak anecdotally. And that's what I'm doing for you. I'm telling you that when I looked at this gross, nasty water after doing this foot bath with my very clean feet, it had little flecks of black, little flecks of red, and then just blech, just gross stuff. I'm telling you, I'm going to post a picture. It's going to make you barf. Okay. So obviously this got my attention. I've gone back and I've done it three times. I'm actually going back today and I'll share the pictures and the video of my experience. But let me tell you what I learned about the ionic foot bath detoxification. Okay. This is what others say. They say it's a very relaxing way to get rid of toxins that are present in the body. Again, you just sit in the chair with your feet dipped into the water container and a flow of warm water will flow under your feet and the positive and negative ions in the water will attach themselves to the toxins present in the body. That's disputed. That's a controversial statement. Some people think that this is a bunch of quackery. The toxins that are insoluble will also dissolve in the water. Hence the reason the water just got plain funky, not just having debris in it, but it just got gross. All right. The water changes color naturally because of the chemical reaction between the electricity and the salt water, not because of toxins. So don't be fooled by the fact that the water changes color, but so much more happens. So a little bit more detail here. The ionic cleanse foot bath generates a mix of positive and negative ions, which I mentioned, and the toxic particles are drawn out of the body into the foot bath water. The result over several sessions is a release and a cleansing of many different toxins, so they claim. Some people report feeling symptomatic relief of aches and pains and sinus problems and other conditions after doing a series of foot detox. It's also anecdotally beneficial for people suffering from allergies, colds, flus, joint problems. Interestingly, and the most fascinating thing that I found were the following. Anyone with heavy metal or chemical toxicity, all right, it's highly recommended for that by the people who believe in it. And number two, children with autism 
ADD and ADHD. And I was speaking with Carly and she was saying that the forums for parents of children with those conditions or autism spectrum, ADD, ADHD, in those, that type of forum, that there's tons of discussion about the ionic foot bath and that people are buying their own units and doing it in their homes because they're seeing behavioral differences in their children. And to Carly's point, she said, I don't have a single study to point to to tell you that this works. I just have anecdotes from people who use it. She said, the fact that I'm getting results with people is good enough for me. I found all of that very, very interesting. But then when I did it and I saw what happened to the water, and I'm clean, right? I thought I was clean. I was like, I don't smoke. I eat really clean. And I funked up that water. Carly was telling me that she has a patient who used to smoke and she would do these foot detoxes and they got darker and darker and darker as she would come in for sessions until a turning point where they started getting lighter and lighter and lighter. And she said, they're never perfect. They're never clear because your body always has some toxins to release, obviously, but that you would see a difference were you to do this systematically. You would see a difference over time in just fewer toxins to release, provided that you weren't, you know, obviously largely increasing your intake for whatever reason. So the ionic detox is not for people with pacemakers or with open sores on their feet. I just thought I would mention that. And also they caution people with um, type 1 diabetes to use this therapy with precaution. And I actually couldn't find anything more about that. And I was particularly interested in that, but I couldn't find any reasons why they were cautioning type 1 diabetics against using this form of therapy. The point is this. It's very gentle. It's very safe. It's not invasive in any way. And it works well, they say, when it's a accompanied with acupuncture and or I should say with infrared sauna. So if I have time and none of these take a a very long time, but if I can spare an hour during a week, then it's a wonderful thing to do the sauna and then to do the ionic foot detox. And you are about as clean as you're going to get. Okay, I know this sounds crazy, except for the few of you who have done it, but just when I discover new things, I want to share them with you. So I am not telling you to all run out and do this, but I am telling you that if you're curious, it costs less, at least in my market, it costs less than a mani-pedi, and just try it um, if that's of any interest to you and share your experience with me. But I'm going to post these disgusting pictures so you can see why I'm so fascinated by this. Not for the squeamish, you have been warned. Okay, let's talk about the bad. Let's try and switch gears from stinky feet to something that I think not enough people are aware of. And my bad today, my little mini rant is on iodized salt, uh, most commonly known as table salt. This is just the standard refined white salt that you see everywhere and almost everybody has in their home. Table salt, you guys, is to real salt as table sugar is to raw brown sugar. White table salt and white sugar are devoid of the full spectrum of minerals and other nutrients that actually enhance your health. So this is not a case for sugar. I'm just saying if you're going to consume sugar, the closer to raw form is better for you than the refined white stuff. Same thing with table salt. Why buy the table salt that has been refined and bleached so that it looks pretty and uniform, according to whoever is the boss of table salt? Salt in its natural form is actually incredibly mineral rich. It has over 80 minerals in it. White table salt has been refined to remove all of those minerals 
And then they go back and they add iodine back in. That's why it's called iodized table salt. Now, iodine's good for you. Absolutely. But why did they strip natural salt from all of its minerals just to make it pretty, white, and fine? I object. Himalayan pink salt is such a better option. And when you go to the grocery store, we're talking about a few cents difference. Make the investment. Himalayan pink crystal salt contains the full spectrum somewhere in the neighborhood of 84 minerals and trace elements. It's unrefined. It's called full spectrum salt. And the best way to tell what kind of salt that you're looking for if you're at the grocery store is to look at the color. If it's pure, pure white, it's not full spectrum. Full spectrum salt always has a non-white color. So Celtic sea salt, for example, which is also a really good salt, has kind of a brownish sandy color. Pink Himalayan salt can be sandy colored to a rose color. So ditch that white refined, quote, purified salt that's actually just bleached and refined and doing nothing for you except leaching minerals from your body and spend a few cents more on Himalayan salt, some sea salts, again, look for color, and Celtic salt and go for the dirty raw stuff. Your body will thank you. Okay, let's talk yummy. I posted um, a week or so ago on Facebook. By the way, if you're not following On Air with Ella on Facebook, I post recipes there all the time. And they're all stupid easy because, well, I'm stupid simple in the kitchen. So the recipe that I made recently, I said, I think I just accidentally made a healthy Alfredo. And it was, in fact, inspired by an avocado pesto Alfredo that I had seen online a million years ago. All I did, and I'm going to post an actual recipe for you with the show notes, but all I did was I took an avocado, I took some tahini, half a lemon, some raw apple cider vinegar, water, and Himalayan salt, See how it just came full circle? And I dumped it all in a blender, okay? And I blended all of those things together and I added a little bit of water. And then essentially you want to add water till you get the consistency that you want. But the more water, the farther it goes, too much water, and it's just going to be runny. I then made kelp noodles. Of course, I'll link to that. But kelp noodles have almost no carbohydrates and they're seaweed based. And you get a ton of iodine through those. So you don't need that nasty iodized table salt. And I also sauteed some broccoli. So I sauteed broccoli and then I actually dumped the kelp noodles in the same pan and heated everything up. All right. So then I just poured that sauce over the noodles and broccoli and it was Maze balls, not gonna lie. Super, super, super good. So it reminded me of this clean eating avocado pesto Alfredo that the Gracious Pantry posted a long time ago. And I'm gonna link to that recipe for you. It's very, very simple. It's actually even simpler than what I just described. She just takes avocados and fresh basil, lemon juice, garlic powder, salt, and water as needed, and blends those ingredients. And the point here, I suppose, is that you can take an avocado and make magic happen and create this pesto wannabe kind of sauce that is a wonderful thing to pour over spaghetti squash or pesto noodles or the noodle of your choice, whatever floats your boat. Hee <laughs> hee. I just realized I said pesto noodles. I meant kelp noodles. <laughs> Okay. It goes without saying that everything I've talked about, I will link to. You're going to see gross photographs of funky feet, and then you're going to get a recipe for Alfredo. Doesn't that sound amazing? 
<laughs> there are two ways to get it. The first way is to go to onairwithella.com and just type in 106 in the search bar and this episode will come up. The other way though, and I'm telling you guys this one more time because I get um, questions about this a lot, is open up this podcast episode on your phone. And I'm going to describe this for iOS, but um, hopefully it's similar for any other type of phone. But you open up this episode and you click on the actual show, right? And when you click on the picture, the podcast cover, it flips around and all the notes for the show are right there. And the links are live. So you can be ordering this nonsense from your phone if you want. It's super, super easy. If you ever have a question about that, just tweet me, social media me, email me, and I will get you sorted. All right, that's it. You guys go have an amazing, amazing week, and I'll see you back here in a week's time for another The Good, The Bad, and The Yummy. Okay, everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's show and got something out of it that you can use. If you did and you want to learn more, just go to onairwithella.com, where I put up links to all of the good stuff that we talked about today and more information about our guests and all the good stuff that you did not need to write down today because I got you covered. Don't forget to join our Facebook page and thanks for those phenomenal reviews in iTunes. Every great review helps and we read every one. Thanks for listening and thanks for inspiring me. You are quite simply awesome.